Hey, we're having some fun on the Shape of a Serpent Bowl podcast here. It's how everyday discipleship is shaped by your everyday relationships. And uh, we're going to talk today, Brian and Cammie here, about uh, dedicating a full week of your life to prayer. Yeah. In our church right now, it's 10 days. 10 days, yeah. yeah. Okay, so why would, why, why would we make it 10 <laughs> days instead of a week? Does, does it matter? Uh, it doesn't matter, really. It just makes it more available to people and, and gives them a little bit more of a of a challenge, I think, to devote an hour a day to 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 prayer and to getting quiet over 10 days versus a week. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, what? Uh, tell us the challenge behind the challenge. What's uh, what, What's really... The thought process here. Um, beside my stomach growling right now. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone getting crabby. Yeah, so uh, she, she didn't mention that part, but yeah. it is one hour of prayer and fasting one meal a day yeah. is the ask in front of our church. And we're, we're, we're beginning it here day one. Yeah. Got a little kickoff event. And so everyone's hungry and crabby and we decided it'd be a good day to podcast. Right. So buckle up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think that... Uh, it's just a really great uh, contrast to, we've talked a lot about rhythm, uh, retreat, sorry, and solitude on mm-hmm. the podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to catch those, go back and find those. Those are awesome. Um, but this just puts it in a really practical, uh, we can do it without having to step away from our lives. Mm-hmm. But it is challenging in that, in, in all the noise and all the busyness, it's hard to find an hour to pray and it's hard to, to disrupt your life in that way. Um, and it really challenges you to, to get quiet and to listen. And that's hard when we are constantly going, right? But it really pushes that dedication in, into the stuff of everyday life. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, you know, as we were talking about retreats or set aside these large blocks of time that I don't know, that, Everyone rolls their eyes. We roll our eyes. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a fairy tale world. You are creating a fairy tale world. You're getting away from the existing world. Right. Do you but, ever walk back into your life after a retreat and go, okay, what do I do with that now? <laughs> like the dishes are still waiting for me. The, you know, my spouse still needs me. Like it's just, it's hard to come back from a retreat and actually put it into a, to every day. It, it really is. And, and you're like, I, I don't feel like doing anything now. Yeah. Not, like where's my... <laughs> Can I just be in constant retreat mode all the time? Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is out of constant retreat mode mm-hmm. and this is into what yeah, how, how how do you how do you grind it out that that desire for prayer? Um and so let's talk a little bit about where that desire for prayer comes from. It's you're not just chasing the idea, something's mm-hmm. driving you to it. I think a lot a lot of time, at least for me, it comes from kind of, we've used this word restlessness, Mm -hmm. right? It's this, um, for me, it's a lot of noise feeling like I can't focus in on anything or I feel spiritually distant from God. Um, I'm having quiet time. I'm reading my Bible, but I'm getting nothing out of it. It's that restless spirit, a restless soul in my, in myself, uh, that drives me to want to be like, okay, let me dive in really deep into just being, and just listening and, um, sometimes anxiety drives me there too. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of both. So, um, and I'll add to it this cause, cause I do feel that too. Like sometimes that, that the pace, the busyness, anxiety in general, they're mm-hmm. just driving. Like I need a spot to rest. Yeah. 
Uh, but other times, it's the desire to fix something. Oh, yeah, that's good. Here's what's broken. It's either in my world or on my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm restless about it. Yeah. I mean, call me type A, but when something's not fixed, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm driven to fix it. And the reality is plenty of things I can't. Yeah, or even, I mean, it's kind of along that same vein, right? But like that deep anguish or heartbreak, you know, you're just, you're not even sure. I don't even know if I'm supposed to fix it. I can't physically fix it, but I don't know what to do with this deep feeling of of heartbreak and anguish over this, whatever it is, you know. True, true. Because at the end of the day, you you might not get the answer to your prayer, but you, you do get the response and you do get the presence of Jesus with it and Mm-hmm. Man, that's, I'm not going to say sometimes that's enough. That's, that is enough. It's always enough. Yeah. You know, I, I would relate it to, um, <clears throat> I don't know, anyone who's going through a hard spot in life. As long as you got someone you love that you're with during it, you're mm-hmm. like, I think I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we're supposed to get from Jesus every yeah. time. And I think it's the restlessness that drives you to hold a prayer in a deeper level against Jesus mm-hmm. and experience that presence. Whereas somehow the, uh, the the routine lists of, uh, you know, God help my kids have a good day and <laughs> fall asleep and stuff like that. Like, right. Yeah, we can do better. Do you ever walk away from um, these extended prayer times feeling discouraged by just being in his presence without the answers? Does it sound like I'm being far-fetched if I say No. No, I haven't been disappointed by it. Okay. Yeah. I've had moments uh, recently where I went with the intention of, God, I'm going to place these questions in front of you and I need answers Mm -hmm. and I'm going to spend, you know, a whole, I actually had extended time. I, I was able to get away for a couple hours and I remember feeling like, I got nothing coming back. (laughs) Like I feel loved. I feel held but that's not enough, God. Like I want the answers. And so I was very discouraged by that. Um, so I was just wondering if that was same. Um, so be encouraged regardless. (laughs) Sometimes you'll get answers. Sometimes you won't. Right. I can empathize with that. Mm Because I mean, if you want to got a question, you want an answer. Right. This is not conversation time with your imaginary friend. Yeah. Let's let's hear it, buddy. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It is discouraging sometimes. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I'm also I'm surrounded by some people right now who are big on, um, you know, it's just like, you don't even need to bring words to your prayers. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to hear anything from him. You can just, you know, you, when you're in the presence of a good relationship, like, yeah, you're, you're out on a good date. Mm-hmm. You and your partner might not have a ton to talk about. Yeah. Did you enjoy the company? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I've been settling into that a little bit. Well, it's kind of like the the passage. I don't know where it is, but you know, the Holy Spirit knows what we know, and we'll pray on behalf for, on behalf of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that same idea of just being held and just being in His presence. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, though, I, I do want to be clear. I empathize with what you're saying. Yeah. Because hanging around these people, sometimes it's like. <laughs> Can, can we all stop staring at sunsets for a little bit and exchange real information? Right. Uh, and I, it's it, very fair. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. Well, anyway, why don't you uh, take us through, Cammie? Like, w- what are we structuring out for people in the life of our church? Mm-hmm. Not because that's what's going to be time sensitive and relevant to our listeners, but more of just as a 
here's a framework of any time when you got a real restless thing mm-hmm. that you want to press into Jesus in a dedicated way, mm-hmm. here is how it might look to take a full week of your life in dedicated prayer mm-hmm. and possibly fasting. Yeah, so we are... Uh, we are dedicating one hour a day. That's the ask, right? Um, and we've broken it up into a couple different things, uh, that, that one hour we've given them a guide with, with getting quiet, getting comfy, uh, maybe bringing your big questions, that kind of thing. Um, and we have set it up church wide with, with a sign up, right? Like we're asking commit to this one, one time a day, one, um, for 10 days. And then the, the piece of fasting as well. Um, and I think for me, um, the big, the big ask, right. Is bring it, bring it to the table, right? Mm -hmm. Like don't, don't come to this prayer room or don't pray at home just to check it off the list, but, but really get to a place where you're going to you're going to meet with Jesus. You're going to bring your big questions. You're going to bring your restlessness and you're going to sit in it, um, as a way to, to slow down, to make space, but also to grieve and to, and to be grateful and to move past it. So, um, I think, uh, that's kind of how we've structured it. Uh, and I think there's some power in doing it as a community, mm-hmm. uh, bringing those big prayers and those big questions and, and really growing together as disciples. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, just, <clears throat> excuse me, might be clear my, my throat a few times. <laughs> um, great point on how the, the hour is, it, it, it's not overly structured. Yeah. We, we give people a sheet of paper. Yeah. Front and back, but reading the front and back, uh, you're, you're going to be done in two minutes or less. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And so it's, it's intended to create these pauses of, mm-hmm, no, you don't have to flap your mouth for 60 minutes straight in prayer to God. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe prayer will have these listening moments, these silent moments, mm-hmm. these, I'm going to take in what what he has for me now. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of how it's structured. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, as humans, we don't know how to be. <laughs> You know, like we're mm-hmm. always like, okay, give me the prayer guide that tells me what to do. And, uh, the, so the prayer guide that we've given, like you said, if you do everything on the list, it's going to take you about five minutes. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. actually settle in and you allow yourself to be and to listen and to get quiet and to rest, that's where, that's yeah. where that connection and that, that yeah. real, um, soul level stuff is going to happen. Mm-hmm. How we're doing it this time around, we encourage five minutes of silence on the front end. Yep. Just acknowledge God's presence mm-hmm. and that, that, that you're there. Um, sometimes it's a just kind of shedding of everything that you brought in that day. Sometimes it takes a little longer than five minutes. A little, little longer than five. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how restless you are. <laughs> then I think it's uh, 10 minutes of go to the scripture. Yeah. Uh, at least this is a trick that I found is mm-hmm. like, okay, it's my turn to talk. What do I talk about? I just jump. I just dump the garbage. Yeah. And garbage is the leading edge of the conversation with me and Jesus. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't go mm-hmm. great places. It. I, I want the first word that is said in the prayer to come from him. Mm-hmm. And so any anywhere in the Bible, really, but we put a verse out there and mm-hmm. let it speak to you. And 
mm-hmm. converse with God on what was said. And then uh, another 15 minutes, uh, we call it confession. I think it's a fair word for it mm-hmm. of, well, that's where you do get to the garbage. Yeah. That is what it's a you brain dump, a heart dump. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to move to something more constructive without that full acknowledgement of here's where I am. Here's what I'm carrying. Mm-hmm. This is real for me, Jesus. Yep. But. That only got me to the halfway point. The, the other half from there, I, I didn't just come to lay down my burdens. I came to walk forward with you. I want to mm-hmm. feel that yoke around my neck. I want to mm-hmm. go with you. And so this time around, we're using the Lord's Prayer for that. 30 minutes of just isolating one line of the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's both praying it to Him, but it's also listening to Him mm-hmm. in, in return. And... I think that four-part framework works good. Mm-hmm. The, the the fourth part, uh, you don't have to use the Lord's Prayer, but it's it's a good guide. What, a, what does forward, walking forward with Jesus, look like? Saving half your time for that works works for me. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I like to stay in the scripture that, that I've found in the second step, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it uh, it is really just, okay, God, I just laid it all at your feet. <laughs> What are you going to do with it? You know, and so sometimes it, it all looks a little bit different, but the structure is really, really great to get to a place in an hour. Yeah. I think that's the hard thing is, is making sure that you're really getting to that place in an hour. Yes. You got to be you in it. So mm-hmm. do it your way. Yep. You don't have to follow that format. You, you got to respond to Jesus in his way. Mm-hmm. So listen in for that. I think all we're just, we're putting a little bit in front of you because sometimes saying, okay, go pray for an hour. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> that's, that's hard. That's a lot. So yeah. a little, a little, little structure yeah. helps. Um, the importance though of, you, you brought up the community part too, mm-hmm. of, okay, it's not just me. It, it can be you, but mm-hmm. what, what value do you think there is in a, in a community? Yeah, I think, uh, when we carry each other's burdens and we, uh, walk through it together, there's strength there. Um, I think that, Oftentimes I have found that God has spoken to me through other people as well. Um, and if you're in, you know, like in a space together physically, you can always have those, those times of intercession too. You know, mm-hmm. God's putting this on my heart right now. And I don't think it's for me. I think it's for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there's some strength that comes from, from that community where you're hearing from God for each other, mm-hmm. but also for yourself. And it, it is, it's all interwoven. The Bible says that we're given things, but then we're given things to also to share with other people. And mm-hmm. I think that when we do this together, it's, there's some strength. Oh yeah. This gosh, just feels like a, a team sport instead mm-hmm. of a solo activity. Uh, yeah. It's just, uh, I love community around it. Yeah. The fasting part. Yeah. Take the scary part. <laughs> Um, this growly stomach over there. Um, yeah, I think this is the one that challenges me personally the most. Um, I haven't done it often in my life. Mm-hmm. And whereas the prayer part, I, I feel really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this for me is is a little bit more of a challenge. We're asking one meal a day or something something distracting or noisy in your life. So maybe it's social media or maybe you don't practice Sabbath and you're really trying to work on that. And, you know, so whatever it is. Um, uh, but this idea that, 
that we are creating space for God, right? And, and we all get distracted by these things that we are um, doing in our everyday life. And it's a very real thing that we, that we do, right? And we do yeah. need food. It's not that yeah. we don't need it, but, but it's giving us an ability to say, God, you're actually in control mm-hmm. and I'm going to trust yeah. that you're going to provide yeah. for me. And I'm going to do it in a very physical way. And I'm going to do it in a way that's really uncomfortable. And, and during that time, I'm going to kind of wave the right white mm-hmm. flag and surrender to whatever you have for me. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it's going to be really powerful. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also hungry. <laughs> <laughs> And you're, you're going to keep this up 10 days. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, if I, I got, I got two versions on this. Mm-hmm. One, one, my very honest version is like fasting seems like the least spiritual thing I've ever done. <laughs> you've, you've heard me talk about this yes, before. I, I am uncomfortable. I'm mm-hmm. crabby. I people around me. Okay. Just, but I feel like people need to know that you eat like all the time. <laughs> It's a legitimate metabolism issue. Right. I have a diagnosed metabolism Uh (laughs) that needs a lot of food off it. And it's, yeah. um, Yeah. So I I do not feel at my best when I'm fasting. Yeah. Um, To the point in which, why why bother, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But then there's this other part that knows that one of the biggest hindrances to our spiritual formation is we just keep trying to add the Jesus stuff on top of everything else. Mm, mm-hmm. And what I really gain out of it is the change in posture. Mm-hmm. I don't think the actual food part helps, but the, the, I, I lost something mm-hmm. in the course of trying to gain more of Jesus in my life. Mm. That posture opens up something new. The, the self-denial, the deny yourself and follow me. Yeah. Um, I do very little of denying myself. <laughs> <laughs> and to uh, set that precedent of yeah, I I, I am going to deny myself Jesus because mm-hmm. what whatever you got for me, I want it more. Yeah, that posture shift is what opens me up for new things with Jesus, even though I'm crabby as heck the whole time. It's <laughs> great. I love it. Love it. Any closing thoughts you want to put out there? I am just so excited for the after picture. Hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see. So tune in for that. All right, forthcoming. <laughs>